Turn in your copy of the Word of God to the Old Testament book of Psalms. Psalm 139. Today we are going to be focusing on human sanctity, the sanctity of human life. Uh, So I'm moving from Acts to Psalm 139. The psalmist, I think, really points out in this whole psalm, I'm just going to major on five verses, verses 13 through 18. And I want to talk about and share with you about God's fearful and wonderful humanity. God's fearful and wonderful humanity. If you're taking notes, you may want to uh, write that in, but it will certainly be rememberable from verse 14. And as we read these verses, uh, I I want you to be mindful of, uh, of what really the psalmist is talking about. This whole psalm is, is really talking about humanity. And it's talking about God creating humanity and God's picture of humanity. And so, with, with this picture, I, 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 I can't say I have a hard time understanding how anyone cannot see how God views life. Life in general. Life from its beginning and life to its end. And so, uh, we'll be thinking about that. Today uh, and next Sunday, we're going to be receiving a love offering, uh, but we're going to allow you to uh, give it through your envelope system. Uh, Right on your envelope, I choose as to the ministry it's going to, I choose. The sanctity of human life, we're receiving a love offering for this ministry, I choose, today and next Sunday. So write that on your envelope. And know also that one of the reasons why we need to support that ministry, and by the way, Corinth does support that ministry, and I'm grateful that we do, uh, because it is a very needed and worthwhile ministry. All right. Psalm 139, in honor of God's Word, would you stand with me, if you can, for the reading of God's Word? We're going to read verses 13 through 18. For you formed me, or you formed my inward parts, You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. For my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book 
they all were written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Pray with me. Our God, we are grateful for this opportunity that we have today to focus on humanity, this humanity, this life that you've created and given to us. How wonderful it is, Lord, to know that you are the creator. You are our creator. You are my creator. And because of that, oh Lord God, there is dignity and sanctity for my life in what I am, in who I am, because of you. Help us today, O Lord God, to focus on you and how you created and why you created us and what you created us to be for your glory and our good. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, and you may be seated. As I said, this this whole psalm is, is really a picture of the psalmist's tribute to the God of creation, and especially to the God who created humanity. Follow along with me, if you will, I'm going to begin with verse 1. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. For there's not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Just thinking about that, what does it bring to your mind? I mean, other than someone who knows us from beginning to end already and our life is still going on. One who... Who, who basically thought about us and brought us into being. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. If I make my, my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. Your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me. Even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from me, from you. 
but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows well. My frame, my bones was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none. I didn't have any days and yet, You fashioned them. You made them. How precious are your thoughts towards me. Your thoughts toward me. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand sand of the seashore, sand all about us. When I awake, I'm still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, you bloodthirsty men. For they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies, God, they take your name in vain. Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? Do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them as my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me. And know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. When we look around us today and see a world that that is a, it's a, it's a throwaway world. It's a garbage world. We're so quick and so easy to throw things away, to put them in the garbage. And to count them as nothing. Every year, thousands upon thousands of lives are aborted, snatched out, thrown in the garbage can. They don't even have life. The opportunity to live. And on the other end of the life spectrum, the older we get, the more and more our national view is you're just old. You're going to be gone soon. Don't worry about it. You're going to hurt. Eh, that's nothing either. It's, it's just going to happen. You're going to die soon. And so we throw them away. How do we live without Tears and a heart 
that aches for the unborn. And how we treat them. I don't want you to get me wrong with this illustration, but I want you to hear me clearly. There's a commercial that comes on TV, and I don't know that it's maybe so much of a commercial as it is a plea. And you've seen it too. It's about animals. It's about animals out in the cold. It's about animals that are abused. It's about animals that are hungry. They're mistreated, to be sure. And, and the plea is that, that we can give them life, that we can, can help them to be better and have a better home and and do better for them, and do better by them. But when was the last time you saw a commercial on human beings that were mistreated, that were abused, that were cold and hungry, When was the last time you heard an outcry for those who are being aborted, for those who are old and and can't help but hurt? When was the last time we made an outcry? When was the last time you made an outcry against the treatment and mistreatment of God's humanity? God's creation. The pinnacle of God's creation. The psalmist declares that God in His creation held up to us all that sacredness of life that He created. Genesis tells us in the beginning God created man. And it tells us how He created man. And He created man in His image. And He created man in His likeness, Genesis said. And then He goes on to say, Not only did He create man in His image, He created woman from the man, for the man. And He created them male and female. (laughs) Friends, I don't know about you, but I can't find in this book that there's a a she-male or a they male, or you male. It's a male and a female. It's two genders. There ain't three, and there ain't none. There's a female and a male. Two genders. 
And God made them. I want you to see God's characteristics in, in this brief passage and, and this brief message. It, it's probably going to be one of my shortest ones. So hang on and, 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 and just lasso me in if I get long-winded. But I, I, I probably won't because I, I'm, I'm too passionate And I can't preach and cry at the same time. I want you to see the sacredness and the sanctity from God's point of view of his creation of humanity. And I think the psalmist really points it out here. He points out first and foremost in verses 13 and 14, God's omnipotence. Look with me again. For you, he's talking to God. For you, God, you formed my inward parts. There's, there's not, unless you are a doctor or a nurse, I, I, you've never seen the inward part, so to speak, of, of anyone. But, but you may have, and, and uh, I know Miss Brenda Williams is a nurse, so I, I know she may have at some point in time. I, I don't know when, but the inward part. None of us know uh, uh, seen our inward parts. God has seen our inward parts. You... The psalmist says, you formed my inward parts. The intricacies of this body, this anatomy, just, it puzzles me. How in the world God put all these little intricate, these little parts. I mean, you think about the, the, the eardrum. I have to have hearing aids now to hear. And my wife says, I still don't hear good enough. But, but you think about the intricacies of that, that, go, that, that which is inside here. It's inward parts. I don't know how in the world the, the hearing aid fits in there and does its job, but it does. It does help me. I can hear a lot better with them than I can without them. The intricacies of this body. The inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. The word covered here is, is translated knit or woven. Now you ladies who knit or, or, or have woven together. You know the intricacies of that, uh, and delicacy of that, taking that thread and, and putting it in here and, and taking it in here, uh, plus one or add two or whatever, however you do that. My wife used to, used to do that and, and, uh, I couldn't figure out the, uh, uh, exactly how to do it. So I never did it. <laughs> I never tried it. I couldn't, couldn't keep up with it. But, but the, the beauty of that, if God 
knit together this body, the inside and out. God did it. Man has never done it. He may have come up with a, with a petri dish type of, of thing where, where he can put an, an, an egg uh, from a, a, a woman and, and the sperm from a man and put it in a, 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 a test tube or a petri tube. But he didn't create that egg and he didn't create that sperm. Folks, listen to me. This is the intricacy, this is a, the sanctity of what God made. God made it. Man didn't make it. Man can't make it. You wove me together. You knit me together in my mother's, in my mother's womb. You know, they are, they are doing surgery now inside the mother's womb. Oh my stars! What God has given to man to be able to do with his sacred creation. I will praise you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made God's fearful and wonderful humanity. God created it. (laughs) Hallelujah, God created it. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you. The psalmist never thought, never thought, never gave any kind of, of any admonition or Concern that mankind would not appreciate and continue to appreciate ever God's humanity and the destruction of it. Just toss it in the garbage can. Marvelous. Marvelous are your works, Lord. Marvelous. Psalmist concludes, I'm, I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Listen, folks, every one of us, every single one of us from these children that are in here still and the children that are back there, from the child, from the infant to the aged can say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made and you are. Because God made you. And I have not read yet, after 50 plus years, I've not read yet where God makes junk. God don't make no junk. And you ain't junk. And you ain't garbage either. Marvelous. Marvelous. Marvelous are your work. God's omnipotence, God's all power, evidenced by the creation of the individual, male and female. God created our reigns, our innermost beings. Those things that control us, our minds, our hearts, and our wills. Marvelous, wonderful, glorious 
Is that what you created, O God? Holy, sacred. Is that what you created? We see God's omnipotence. And God wants us to appreciate that power that he has for creating. A fearful, wonderful God can only do (laughs) fearful and wonderful things. And he has. But notice also God's omniscience in verses 15 and 16. My frame, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret. I skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. I would like it. And this shows my age. I I would like it if we could go back to not knowing what the baby's going to be. You know why? Because the thrill of not knowing what it's going to be is there. It's not there anymore. Uh, we, we've got gender identification, gender reveal parties or gender reveal whatever, and, and, uh, and so the gender's known. But before we knew what the gender was, before we could tell what the gender was, there was more, I think there was more excitement over what it was going to be. And there was more appreciation for what it was going to be. A baby is going to be born. We're going to have a baby. And everybody was saying, we're going to have a baby. We're going, I mean, if there was a baby. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, when in the family or where babies were going to be, you know. We're going to have a baby. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a baby. It's a baby. We're going to have a baby. There was more excitement over it. God's knowledge of what he or she was. My frame was not hidden from you. God's omniscience, God's knowledge, God's all-knowingness knew what he wanted. Listen, God put in there what he wanted. He put in, in the mother's womb what he wanted us to have. He saw to it. Now, now, we've come to understand now what gender, and we've come to understand now the, that the male determines what gender the baby is going to be. But the excitement that God knows what you're going to have and what we're going to have, it's exciting to think about. But when we know what it's going to be, well, we'll, you know, when my granddaughter uh, had her first baby, first son, 
it was it it was great that she was going to have first Sundays just showing how old we were getting. You know, our our granddaughter. When she was born, I remember when she was born. Ugliest baby there was. I I I'm, I kid you not. And, and and you know, somebody said all babies are pretty. <laughs> you couldn't have fooled me. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what she turned out to be the most prettiest and beautifulest girl in the world. She really did. And I thought, oh my stars! To see the, the what she how she was born. To what she's become. God's creation. And that my frame, my frame was not hidden from you. It was hidden from me. It was hidden from you. But it was not hidden from God. My bones, my makeup, the inward parts, everything about me was not hidden from Him. His omniscience, He knew every little bitty part. When I was made in secret, God created, God made my frame, my bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret. Skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. That when you when you look at the, the word frame and you think about the bones, that's a nut. How in the world they put these bones? These bones, God, God put these bones together and apart and all over to make our body, our skeletal system. And, and, and I know the older we get, the, the, the more the aches and the pains of, of, of our body, more different things have to happen. We have to have surgery, I have to have shots, different, different things to help. But God knew as he was forming, as he was making. God knew from beginning to end all of that. His omniscience, his all-knowing, skillful in the formation. And look look, look what the, the psalmist says, the latter part of verse 15, and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I don't want you to listen. That what people are calling a little blob that ain't nothing but a little blob in a mother's womb is more than a little blob to God. It's more than a little blob. It is the substance of a child, of a human being. It is sacred to God. It is sanctified to God. It is humanity that God has created. And we dare not treat it as trash, garbage. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, 
They all were written, the days fashioned for me. When as yet there were none. Even before that little fetus life, even before it was totally formed, <laughs> God had it planned. January 28th, so and so going to be born. August 30th, so-and-so is going to die. Every day, everything in their life or in life is written. God wrote it down. God put it down in their book of life. In His book of life for that life. Your life, my life, every day has been written down. Every day has been planned by God. God saw it. God created it. God made it. And it's yours. It's mine. But He made it. Every day is fashioned by God. When as yet there were none. God's all-knowing. Friend, do you... Have you gotten the glory of this yet? Have you gotten the the majesty, the mighty, the miraculous awesomeness of, of God's humanity? Have you gotten it yet? The psalmist could not be quiet. <laughs> How precious he goes on. In verses 17 and 18, to the omnipresence of God. How precious also are your thoughts towards me, O God. There's not a day that goes by that you're not on God's mind. You're in His thoughts. I'm in His thoughts. We're in His thoughts. Your thoughts... Towards me. How precious are they, O God? How great is the sum of them? When you stop and think for a moment. I was garbage. If I was trash, if you were garbage, if you were trash, why would God want to think about you? Why would God have a thought of you? And why would it be marvelous? Why would it be precious? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Always present in the thought of God was that little, little bitty egg zygote that formed, God put together, brought together and formed. He knit it together, he molded it, he shaped it, (laughs) he formed it. Became birthed that human being that God formed. How precious, how great are the sum, the totality of the thoughts towards me, O God. 
If I should count them, they would be more than the number of the sand on the seashore, just the sand of the seashore. The, the, the thoughts of God towards you, the thoughts of God towards me, is greater than the sum of all the sand on the earth. If I should count them, it would be more than the number that sand. And listen, oh listen, <laughs> when I awake, I am still with you. My Baptist fiction to come out. Listen. When I awake, I am still with you. You remember back, back there, back there. Wait, go back there, go back there. Seventy-one years ago, seventy-one years ago, before Don Cashwell was born, it was with the Lord. As the Lord was making him, as the Lord was forming him, making his inward parts, making his bones, his mind, his heart, I was with God. And now, as I awake every day, I'm still with God. I'm still with Him. You're still with Him. As I awake, I am still with you. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, when the fetus begins to feel and to move and to hear, all, everything is beginning to click and tick and beat. It is a living human being. It is not garbage. It is not trash. It's not something to throw away. It is something to praise God for and to thank God for. Life. Human life. And the dignity of it from birth, before birth, to the grave. The psalmist would have us know He's not getting carried away with his own writing. Nor is he indulging in poetic license. He's simply saying from his deep conviction in his heart, God's works are great and awesome. Especially his creation of humanity. Friend, there is dignity and sanctity. And that's how we ought to treat this human body and this human life, every human life, with dignity, sanctity, because it is God's. It's not yours. It's not mine. God didn't give it to us. He let us have it. But it's His. It's His. And we need to treat it like it's His. Pray with me. Father, thank You. Thank You for this human life.
this humanity. Thank you that we can appreciate what you've created, what is still yours. And thank you, Lord, that we are, we are still significant in your eyes. doesn't make any difference what the world's eyes are. It makes a great deal of difference in what you see us and how you see us. Forgive us, Lord, for treating this humanity as trash. God, help us. And God, help us to always remember you don't make no junk. And help us, Lord, to praise you as the psalmist says, thank you and praise you, for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. In Jesus' name, amen.